Welcome to the Countdown to Chaos podcast, where we explore topics in five minutes or less. We're your hosts. I'm Arthur. I'm Nelson. And I'm Marcos. So today is exciting because this is our final podcast for this season. Yes. It's a bit sad, but you know, it's been so fun recording with you guys. We really had so many great quality conversations, uh, a lot of authenticity, a lot of vulnerability. And I appreciate that from you guys. I think we've had some really good conversations. We knew that we wanted to launch the, this, the whole podcast in the fall. And technically, we're moving into fall in just a few... Are we in fall? Yeah, when is fall? No, the, fall, uh, the solstice is fall. at the end of the month. So the Academically, month. technically, it started. I think it's... Okay. Seasonally, maybe not. In the seasons, either the 21st or the 22nd. I think you're right. Yeah. That's so, yeah, we're in a good, really, really good timeline. Equinox, not solstice. Equinox, yes. Sorry. I think we've done well and I'm yeah. excited for the work that we've done. I'm excited about the conversations that we've had. I think I've been able to see both of you in a different light that I've been able to learn and grow. And yeah. Yeah, on the senior. podcast, it's not easy, um, no. especially when you're doing it with your friends. I think there was times when we were like really, really encouraged and get discouraged in the entire same environment within the hour. Yeah. So it's been a very growing season for us. And when you're dealing with a wife that always asks, so how many episodes did you guys do today? How productive <laughs> were you guys, right? I know. There were some episodes that we had to record one or two, two, three times for some episodes. Yes. So when so, you have accountability to your wife and she's asking you, yeah, yeah. this episode. Your boss too, right? My boss. My yeah. boss has been asking me, hey, so when's the episode? It's like, oh, we just re-recorded it for like the fourth week in oh, a row. Oh, my so gosh. So thank you, Lexi. Thank you, Nelson's boss, for just being. You know my boss's name. Don't call him boss. Oh, wow. Well, I wasn't Todd. sure if you wanted to, you, to call him out on here. Thank yeah. you, Todd. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, boss. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's so funny. And it's crazy because in this last two weeks, we've been so incredibly productive as we got a flow. And we're excited to bring you more content. But to wrap up this season, I thought a great thing to talk about is growth. Because right now we can just take a snapshot of where we are. And you know, this podcast hasn't been perfect. And I'm sure some of our listeners who may have listened to other podcasts might have seen more refined ones but you know what that's what makes ours special because we're just starting getting it's, off the ground is authentic it's real it's chaotic it's chaotic it's authentic it's chaotic it's yeah. left and right or south or east and north it's everywhere yeah. <laughs> and we're figuring it out as we're going along and i love that about it and so i so i want to take a snapshot on where we are right now we'll talk about growth with my first question being in this current season of your life what would you say your greatest strengths are right now? Endurance. Mm. Endurance, that's yours? Oh, endurance. endurance. I am currently taking this accounting class. And it has full transparency. I'm in college. This is the last class that I need <laughs> to graduate. Um, and it's been, I've taken the class already two times. I failed it twice. And I am on my third attempt, which is my last attempt that I'm able to take at the college. Wow. And it's, endurance is the appropriate word and, and you're it's doing only so much better this time around i, did, so I saw better. your grades you shared it with us yes <laughs> so much better oh my gosh but yes endurance will be the word that, that i can use right now i'm not i'm <laughs> i'm barely surviving through the process 
but I'm going to endure through the entire season. And because it's funny, like there's a lot of foolishness sometimes in the education system, but it's great because like, you know, you are enduring and like you've said before, it isn't that you lack the ability. It's just sometimes right. have prioritizing and focusing and doing what you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it, but you've been doing a great job of it. Thank you. And you know, we still have two more months to go. <laughs> Bruh. True. <laughs> Arthur, how about you? Hmm. If I had to put it into, into one word, maybe it would be perseverance, which is kind of similar to endurance. Uh, and the reason why I chose, chose the word perseverance is because um, the past, this year particularly, but as well as the past two years as well, there have been, there's, there's been one change after the next, one transition after the next, um, moving out um, of my parents' house, buying my first apartment, living by myself, um, getting a new car, um, what else? Uh, getting let go from my job and then having to find another one, um, transitioning from my last church to my new church. There's just been so many yeah. changes. And at the beginning of every one of these changes, like be, like as the change is happening, um, it's been very stressful and wondering what's going to be the next thing and just kind of hoping and praying that everything's going to be okay. And because it's tough when you're in the middle of the dark tunnel, once you're outside and you've seen the light, it's easy to look back and be like, Oh, well, everything turned out. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's been like just one persevering season, like, I guess season, season after the next yeah. and just getting through one thing after the next. And it's been wonderful. It's been great, huge learning process, huge uh, gain in, in my trust in the Lord, uh, but through perseverance. Yeah. For me, mine is going to be geared in a professional lens. I would say for me, I've been growing a lot in uh, professionalism and politeness. And one of the reasons why I say that is uh, I'm relatively younger in my career, you know, uh, I don't have as much experience as someone else. Like I, I often, if you were to audit my text exchanges, I ask Nelson questions all the time for yeah. free, no commission. The poor guy, you know, if he started charging me, man, I would owe <laughs> this man a lot of money. I ask him questions all the time and it's cause you do have experience and knowledge and wisdom and I greatly appreciate it. But in my current role, it's one of my first times being in a very big corporate environment and so I think one thing that I've been shining in is my ability to be professional and confident and polite you know I think that has given me a favorable um, impression on people but there's definitely a lot I still need to grow in which we'll we'll get into later but I, I would say that's one of my top ones right now. I like that for you. I think you're very accurate on how you describe that. And one thing that I forgot to mention for why I chose that one is because one of my biggest struggles, I used to be very arrogant and I can still struggle with it. And I know you know that, Nelson. That was <laughs> that was probably one of the biggest roadblocks in our friendship in the past. I, I agree with you and yeah. I won't go any deeper than that. We'll just let, leave it at that. And so the reason why I chose, you know, politeness and professionalism is because I 
and this is something that's been really encouraging me that I feel like I'm in a point in my life where I don't have this attitude anymore, where I'm coming into environment and I think I'm so great, I'm so smart, so talented that I can just do anything and I don't have anything to learn. I, I have been humbled because I was so inexperienced compared to all of the people around me and I realized, man, I just have so much to learn. And I finally embrace that and I'm excited about it. And I just want to learn so much. I want to learn from the people above me. I want to learn from the people that have more wisdom. So I feel like I'm in that place. But with that being said, I want to move on to the next topic, which is what are the areas in your life you want to grow in? I alluded to it a little bit. I said it used to be arrogant, but a snapshot right now in your life that you just want to see more growth in. I can I can kick it off. I and again, this is something Nelson and I have been talking about offline. Uh, I think one area I need to grow in is my naive. I don't even know how to pronounce the word naivete or whatever. Like naivety, I can be, yeah, I whatever. However you pronounce it, I can be pretty naive. Like I said, I'm younger in my career, which means that I can sometimes be naive on people's intentions or what is a wise move what is an unwise move since i'm in a big corporation i deal with a lot of different people with a lot of different agendas and sometimes i can make a decision that's unwise and bite me in the butt earlier later it's not even necessarily that it's a bad decision or it's wrong it could just be unwise or i haven't played the game long enough to know how people are and that's why i admire my current boss so much i think she's one of the best bosses i've had because I've just learned so much from her and how she deals with people, how she reads them, and how she makes decisions that covers herself and protects herself. And I wanna learn from that. I wanna become less naive and just be better at knowing how people are and how to be wise. But Nelson, I give it off to you. I think for me, and this is something that me and my, my boss talked about in our in year review, and it's something that I've noticed. It's something that I've always known that it's there. Even in my leadership style, it's, it's always been present. Um, it's slowing down. I think um, I am in a space where I'm able to make, when you come to me with an idea or a thought, I can execute that entire thought and idea to meet your end goal, but I will potentially skip some steps. Um, and these steps that I skip, they're not going to be detrimental. They're not big ones. They're just some things that I overlooked in the process to get into the end goal because my job is to get you to the end goal, which means I might miss certain things because the goal is the race is so long, so I can't focus on every small single detail. Now, these details that I've missed, I, I know they're not going to damage the entire process and the type of way you perform, but it could have made the experience a lot better if we didn't skip this particular step. So for me, it's, it's slowing down so that I can capture all those small things so the end result can be even better. Yeah. What about you, Arthur? What would you say are some areas in your life currently that you want to grow in? Definitely my personal time management and specifically going to bed on time. Oh my gosh. Early. This has been so such that, a, sorry, I didn't hate cutting you off and I don't mean to. It's just so funny that this is one of the, you asked Nelson for a lot of accountability for it. And it's so yeah. ironic given the man who unapologetically, unbashedly goes to bed at 5 <laughs> yeah. a.m. That's okay because for you, that works for you. But yeah. he's trying to change it with himself. Yeah, yeah, that is funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, well, the reason why I, I really want to grow in time management, my personal time management, uh, and the reason why I'm specifying personal time management, because like when it comes to work, 
my, my work time management is fine. You know, I'm, I'm doing my tasks and in a timely manner and being efficient about it. But in my life, I noticed that, you know, I get home from work and then I want to do all the things that I want to do. And I just, I hate the idea of going to bed by 10 PM because I feel like if I'm going to bed at 10 PM, I'm going to miss out and lose out on everything else I could be doing beyond that time. Like, what could we be possibly doing after t- 10 p.m.? Well, it's what's happening after 10 p.m.? Are you missing wow, you're really putting me on the spot. Yeah. And, well, I'll, I'll tell you. I'm just having an interview. Go ahead. Well, no, I don't. Well, sure. Well, we'll see how this goes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I have my my personal, my, my board game business. There's like a lot of work that goes into that. And um, yeah, I mean, you if can. I just stayed up late working specifically on that, then I would get a lot more done. But what I'm realizing is that, you know, and, and the thing is, Nelson, you and I, we, we do things differently. Like you, you seem to be able to stay up really, really late and be able to be productive with that time. What I've noticed for myself is that I'll, because I, I'll go to bed late, I'll wake up super groggy and wake up late. And it just causes this vicious cycle oh, yeah. of the rest of the next day being inefficient and then causing the next day to be inefficient. And it just keeps on repeating. So like, I want to be able to do, I want to have my productivity in the morning early on when I'm freshly awake and not just like regretting waking up in the morning. Yeah, I can see it because I have no problem with going to bed at 5 a.m. and being up by 7 a.m. to start getting ready to go to work Oh, I, I hate and that. be happy throughout the entire day. Yeah. So I can see it. So yeah, it's a good goal that you have, and I can I can see you working on that. But me being your accountability, I'm up at two a.m. and like Arthur is currently <laughs> online on Discord. What's happening? Oh <laughs> man, it's so a Monday night. So plot twist, you're the perfect person to keep him accountable because you see what's going on. Except he doesn't I tell see. me. He doesn't call me out. Well, oh no, God. because she's like, waiting for the podcast. <laughs> but live on the record, <laughs> live on the record. Yeah. So mm. I will see you on Discord two a.m. Mm. in the morning. Yeah. Like, what, what do you mean always? What do you mean always? I'm on Discord. Hey, all right, we're, we're already getting to the ne- the time yeah, of the next I, topic. I'm going to take on. control here. Take because control. I, I also, this last question is very story-oriented. I want to hear a personal example that you have. Give me an experience. And again, it's funny you mentioned job interviews. I do not want these questions sounding like job interviews. I want to really talk about authentically what's going on, what's happened in our lives. So with this question, tell me about a time you were in a situation or environment that stretched you and challenged you and forced you to grow. So something that was out of your comfort zone, something comfortable is like, like grow or crumble, you know? I actually have something that comes to mind. Um, This will always be my go-to example when I'm explaining something like this to somebody. But um, the first time that was, uh, yeah, around the first time that I was getting really involved serving at my church, um, after I had a little bit of experience uh, being with like the little elementary kids, um, I, I had an inter- internship with my church and my boss and my mentor at that time asked me, all right, which, which age group would you prefer to be with? And I immediately said, I, I, I'm not sure which one is my preference, but I know I absolutely do not want to be with middle schoolers. And sure enough, that was the only age group that they really oh needed gosh. help. And so my boss said, all right, well, I know you, you express this, but like, we really need somebody here. So it's like, okay, yeah, well, I mean, I'll, I'll do it. You know, I, I don't have to like it, but I'll do it. Uh, but looking back, they are now my favorite group ever. And if I had not been pushed to go into this area where I was uncomfortable and 
did not prefer to be in. I would not have learned to interact with this certain age group, grow, grow past that and actually find out that I actually have a passion for that. Now they're my favorite. Hmm. Well, do you want me to go Nelson or do you have something? Oh, go ahead, Marcos. So I'll, I want to give two quick examples and make them both quick. Uh, one funny thing about me is if person, someone just looks on me on the outside and I've gone this before, people tend to think I'm a very confident, self-assured person very extroverted, outspoken, very friendly. So people just think I'm super confident. But what's funny that they don't realize is if you plop me in a new situation where I don't know anyone, where I am unknown, I used to just crumble and have a ton of social anxiety. Like uh, like few quick examples. Uh, when I was going to college, I remember like I would be the type where, well, this is a true story. So there, there was a room of like 50 other kids and we're all waiting around, like it was a long way, it was like an hour for like the whatever thing we were waiting for to get started. And none of the parents were there, it was just us. And so it was really quiet in the room because we were all like, none of us had social skills, you know, all of us. And so my <laughs> first, and none of us knew each other, our parents were there, we had, didn't have anyone to talk to and it was a filled room. So my first instinct was I went to the back of the room. I wasn't talking to anyone because I'm just so, I had so much anxiety. And then I remembered uh, another person that was in our in our discipleship group had identified that quality in me that I would have this anxiety and be like, why? You know, you have the ability to talk and make conversation be friendly. So I just sat. So I went into the middle of the room, sat down around a group of people and I was like, I am so sorry. It's so awkward. I don't know anyone. So what's your name? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was like, it is awkward. Tell me about yourself. What's your name? Where'd you come from? And oh my gosh, like instantly like six people formed around us. We made this big group, started talking. Another thing happened when I did like this internship uh, in another part of the state, didn't know anyone, and I had to come out of my comfort zone in my bubble. So that's kind of mine. Uh, Nelson, do you have one to wrap us up real quick? Yes. Um, coming out of comfort zone, and I'm going to share a very vulnerable moment that just happened about two years ago. Um, I've been with my job about 14, going on 14 years, uh, just short two years ago. I run this Facebook group. There's about 16,000 people. I'm a moderator for this group. And it is one of the things that I do on a daily basis. Yeah. I am there. I am there to share wisdom. As you've heard in another podcast, I hate when people um, gatekeep information that can help somebody else advance. So for me, I'm in this group with assistants. I'm an executive assistant in my current environment. And this group is designated for executive assistants, people who work at Google, at Facebook, at Meta, at X, all these different companies, the five, um, Fortune 500 companies. And some of them are just local people, but they all have the same title. Mm -hmm. So we can help advance each of them to their appropriate goal. So when my job found out that I was sharing valuable information with this group, it became a big deal because they thought that I was using company information um in, in a public setting so for me it was a moment of stretch because the company that i've now been in with involved with the past 12 years at the time now i feel like i'm in a vulnerable space where i'm feeling attacked by my own people and just being put in the, in the space in a situation where i'm i'm, I'm having to just kind of shift mm -hmm. and i'm kind of going through this process where now i'm talking with hr where I'm talking to my boss, where they feel like I've done wrong. And I'm looking at the left and the right, and I'm being stretched. It's like, how do I look at the positive in this? Two things that I never like to do, I don't like to defend myself. I think that that's a quality that God will take and have control over, so you'll never really see me defending myself in, in those appropriate forms. 
I can defend myself in conversations. But when it comes to someone who's an authority, I usually kind of step back and try to listen to everything they're saying while being stretched the entire time. Now, I'm still with my company. It's now been 14 years. It's been two years later. I'm there. I'm still happy. And I'm confident with the leaders that they've made the right decision. And I'm still in the Facebook group and I'm still sharing information. I'm just more cautious now of how I do everything. But that entire process that took maybe four months and six months, I will say, the entire process took six months to kind of come to a complete. It, it stretched me because I needed to have one confidence in God that he was the person who placed me here. Mm-hmm. So therefore, he is the only person who can remove me out of here. Tell a freaking shout out. Mm. Um, I need to be stretched in, in the space where like, hey, you're going to trust me through this process. Are you going to be silent and be quiet and allow me to speak on your behalf? Because I'm very quick to defend myself in, in a verbal matter. Um, and I can come to, and I can help others come to the same conclusion that I'm in. But when it came to like allowing God to bring peace, to bring clarity in this entire circumstance was a, a very stretched matter because I needed to have basically just remove myself out of the picture and allow him to do the work. And I, I remember you sharing that with me and it, it encouraged me to do the same. Yeah. Cause I think you and I were going through, through the same process throughout in the same season so it, it, it was stretching nonetheless. I didn't like it. It wasn't pleasant. It wasn't good. But reading through Tale of Three Kings throughout that time was the most encouraging thing that I can do for myself. And it reminded wow. me, hey, if you're going to be stretched through this process, don't force the opposite. Mm-hmm. Because then you're going to just end up with not the results that you're looking for. That's amazing. Thank you guys so much for sharing. You know, you guys opening up, being vulnerable, talking about your lives. I think it's what made this podcast special and it's been so fun recording with you guys and i want to thank the listeners for joining us as well and stay tuned keep joining us follow us you know yeah, follow us it's follow only season us one yep this is only season one so we're excited to continue this so uh thanks again guys and that wraps it up for this season of countdown to chaos see ya yeah.